0: I am so excited today because I have Sylvester along with me. And Sylvester is from Columbus, Georgia. He loves being able to help others become the best versions of themselves that they can be. If he can help just one person in their life, then he's doing something right. His hobbies include playing and watching sports, video games, playing drums, hanging out with family and friends, and exercising. Thank you so much for being here today, Sylvester.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to this for a little bit now.
0: (laughs) Yes, me too. I'm so excited to just dive into your journey as well because I, you know, we met on Clubhouse and it was so, I felt so connected to what you had been saying and just really what you do for people. And I think it's so important to highlight, but I would love for you to dive into your journey of being an entrepreneur in a nutshell and then we can dive a little deeper.
1: yeah um it definitely wasn't like an easy start, you know, because I started the speaking stuff like in college honestly so it was just kind of like you know, um uh, okay, I want to do it, see how it goes with it and stuff and of course, me being in college just trying to just get my foot in at least so um it was interesting to start with you know, and I'm still learning as I go because I'm not perfect or anything so I'm still learning as I go and I have friends who you know if I've had successful businesses started up so I always get like advice from them and everything. Um, And for me, just, I I like doing what I do because I just enjoy it. And um, if you're not passionate about what you you do in your entrepreneurship journey and stuff, then you're not really going to have much fun, you know, being a part of it, you know, because yes, it is a lot of work. But if you're not enjoying what you do, then it's just like, what are you doing it for? So um, for me, it's like, I, I, I love it. You know, things have been a little slow, you know, but obviously with the pandemic and stuff like that, but, you know, overall, I really like what I do, so...
0: Yes. And you know, you brought up a good point, because a lot of times some moments and seasons are really high, some are low. But what has been some of the roadblocks that you've experienced as you've been on this entrepreneurial journey that could really benefit others from hearing the lessons that you've learned of those?
1: yeah so for me and with um speaking and stuff like that you know there were times when I felt like you know I felt like I wasn't getting any headway felt like I wasn't getting anywhere you know it was kind of like okay I'm just trying to how am I doing this am I doing this right um and do I are they reaching out what am I doing that's not working or do I need to put myself out there more all this stuff like that so many questions that pop up in my head you know um, and then it's just like, you know what, maybe I just need to go to them, you know, start doing some, you know, so sometimes you may have to start out doing something for free as a speaker, you know, and that's normal, you know, just go speak somewhere for free. And then like, as you get your just to get yourself out there at least, so people will know your face, people will know your story and everything. And then the more you do that, then you can start getting, you know, start crafting it, start honing it, start Um, you know, even charging at some point, you know, whatever your price is, you know, you don't want to lowball yourself, you know, you want to charge your work really as a speaker. So uh, for me, it was just like learning that about the importance of putting yourself out there more, you know, whether it be through media, you know, uh, a podcast, anything like that, really to get yourself out there because you can't really have a successful business if people don't really know what you're about, wouldn't know what your product is, you know? So it's important from, uh, and I had to learn this and I'm still learning it to this day, like getting yourself out there, put yourself out there, you know, um, bid on yourself at the end of the day because um, nobody else will get a little bit on yourself and just go for it because you never know what can happen for them.
0: Well said. (laughs) No, it's so true. And I think too, when you look at like speaking, for instance, and just being able to get yourself out there, because how do people know about you if your message isn't out there? Because I mean, nobody's mind readers, unless they are, let me know. But (laughs) for the most part, they're not. (laughs) But being able to really speak and get out there and get your voice heard. What was that like in the initial aspect of really starting to speak and starting to get your message out there?
1: Well, it was interesting because at first I was just trying to figure out how I wanted to go about it, how I wanted to tell my story in a sense, you know, because, um, I wanted, I wanted to like speak just to do it, speak to different people and stuff, but I didn't know how to go about it at the time, you know. So I started off with um, in college when I was in this group, um, we went to different high schools and talked about how to prep them for college and stuff, which was kind of like a good start for me and stuff like that at the same time. And it really helped. So it's just like planning out, you know, what you want to do, what you want to talk about at least, you know, the story that you want to share or the testimony that you want to share at least. And for me, I just felt like, you know, at some point I wanted to just, just tell my story because believe it or not some people somebody may need to hear your story believe it or not and somebody's watching your journey somebody is watching how do you operate how are you able to get through what you've been through and stuff to get to where you are now and people ask those kind of questions people wonder those kind of things so it all started with just you know at first I didn't know what I wanted to do and I was just like okay let's just go it just to kind of see what happens. I thought I had to be like every other speaker in the world, you know, just come up with different topics every time and just go with the flow. Then it's just like, no, like it's important to be prepared, but also uh, when it comes to being a speaker, it's like you want to flow. You want to just be authentic and be real, be you, you know, because you know, it's not going to be perfect. You're not always going to have it all together, but you just want to go with it. Just, just be authentic. And I think that's one thing that I want people to relate want to relate to people is the authenticity of it. You know, just being me, sharing my story, you know, just being me at the end of the day. So.
0: Yes, I'm telling you, those are like wise words overall too. just being authentic, being yourself. And because I feel like everybody has a different message, but like for your instincts of just being you, because there's only one you and being Uh able to tell your story, share your story. People might have similarities, but they could relate of like maybe bits and parts of your story and being able to really understand that, especially if there's been any type of roadblock or um the hard stop of just like what am i doing but being able to figure it out along the way and being open to that and that's what i'm hearing from you as well like you were so open to okay well m- you know you have a certain topic each time but then realizing wait a minute no like I just got to tell my story like being authentic and allowing it to flow but being prepared at the same time like i, I love that you mar- married the two together and i think that's important to remember
1: Oh yeah, definitely. It's it definitely took a while, you know, to kind of really get my own, you know, kind of tell my story, what I've been through. And there'll be like events where it's like, okay, this is what the theme of the event is, and I can still tailor what I my message to the audience, tailor it to like who you want to speak to. And that's what's important. To is tailoring whatever audience that you're trying to reach out to. Um, so I had to learn that and it's just like, okay, this is the theme of the um, event or whatever the case may be. Okay, I'm telling my message to this, my story. I had to have examples of said theme, or that I can bring up just kind of an example, kind of figure out how I got out of that, or whatever the case may be, just yeah. kind of using your unique life experiences, you know, and just kind of taking those and, and applying those in like a message, a story, a storytelling of stories. And then you could just tell it to the people, tell it to the audience that you're speaking to, and then just they can relate, they can relate to you, you know, if you can connect with somebody, if they if they yeah. feel every word that you're saying, then, then you're doing something, you're doing something right. Even if it's just one person, you're doing something right.
0: Yes, and that's what you were saying, like in the beginning when I was introducing you, it was just that one person that you can help. Because a lot of times like, oh, I got to focus on this, or mm-hmm. I need to reach the masses. And maybe we want to reach the masses, but it's like that focal point of that one person that's really going to understand or really feel heard and seen based off of the story you're telling of your experience, knowing that they're not alone.
1: Right. Exactly. It's like, we're not all alone. You don't have to feel that way alone. I've been there. I understand where come from, or I'm currently feeling that way. I get where you're coming from. Just know you can talk to me about anything, whatever the case may be. I want to share my story to help you become better to better yourself, not just physically, but mentally, spiritually, every aspect of your life in some way, shape, or fashion. So,
0: Yes, and I know you have helped so many people, but what's an example or two of somebody you've really helped really see the best of themselves and become the best version of themselves?
1: Um, I'll actually, my friend, uh, his name's Matthew Sanchez, um, and I'll never forget when I first met him, it was actually during one of our high school visits that we did back in college, because at the time he was a senior, a junior, senior in high school, and we were talking about prepping for college and stuff, and um, I noticed him, of all, out of all the students, I noticed him, and I was like, okay, he seemed kind of, at the time, he seemed quiet and everything, which I get because I was the same way in high school, and I looked at him, and in my head, I was like, okay, something, there's something special about him, uh, I don't know what that is, but whatever that may be, he, he's gonna do something great, I felt like he was gonna do something great, so I, I had a conversation with him, I pulled him to the side, and told him, I was like, I don't know what it is, but, there's something special about you that that something about you that you're going to change the world somehow. You're going to do something great. You're going to do something awesome. And you're going to be the best. You're going to do your very best at it. And then he, at some point, some few years later, whatever the case may be, he's doing his own speaking. He's doing his uh, videos and all this stuff like that. Um, I'm just, I can't help but be proud of this man. He's done so much. Um, and I just can't help but look at the growth that I've seen from the time that I met him just to now. He's done so much. and elevated so much in his speaking. And I honestly couldn't help but be proud because it's just like, he even mentions that, he he even mentions that um, I saw something in him at the time. And it's just like, it's just like, honestly, I, you know, I really did. And I meant every word that I said, and I'm just, I just couldn't help but be proud of the growth that he had. That
0: he's had this time. Oh, I got chills. I like <laughs> I love hearing stories like that too. And I know people can appreciate them as well. But it's like finding those individuals and seeing a light in them and being able to really draw that out or just starting the conversation, having yeah. that conversation initially and being able to see where he has gone. But him also putting credit to you of like, just being able to see that light in him. I think that is so beautiful and so important to recognize too, because sometimes people don't always see their own light, but other people can see it in them. And I feel like that's a beautiful example of that.
1: Definitely. It's, and it's sometimes I, I sometimes, you know, kind of, I sometimes tend to downplay myself sometimes and I, it's, it's normal. I sometimes do that. And I'm learning not to do that about myself, you know, to kind of, you know, kind of hype myself up, you know, about what I've done and um, what I'm capable of and stuff like that. I'm not perfect, but what I'm capable of doing, I can hype myself up and, you know, be humble, but still, you know, hype myself up about it, of the things that I've done. So, um, I really and it really means a lot whenever he uh, tells me that. And it really means a lot because it's just like I, I'm just honored, honestly, because that's just one of the things that I've learned. It's like if I can help, just, even if it's just one person, yeah. then I'm doing something. I have then. I just want to keep going. I want to help somebody else. I want to help somebody else go forward to move forward to be the best them that they can be to just elevate, to grow, to flourish in life. You know, because. We all have our moments where we just feel like we're not getting anywhere we have our moments where we feel like we're just not you know where we want to be or whatever the case may be and even now i've had those moments myself you know because i've had moments where i've taken a step back from the speaking and stuff just kind of regroup and resettle myself for mental health reasons and stuff and i'm very big on mental health as well so um i just want to be able to help somebody that's my
0: biggest thing Yes, and I appreciate you saying, too, like, taking a step back, knowing when it's time to take a step back or to move forward, and recognizing, too, just acknowledging our mental health, our overall wellness is so key and so important, and for people listening right now that I would love for you to just share a little bit, too, of, like, what that step back has helped you be able to be where you are right now.
1: Yeah, so um, to be honest, and I have no problem saying this, um, yeah. I've I've been burnt out um, for a little bit and. Um, I really had to just be honest with it and be honest about it, you know, yeah. be honest with myself about it and be honest with the people that I care about. Cause it's like, I've done this, I've done so much and stuff like that, trying to do this, trying to do all that, especially trying to be perfect at everything. And it's just like, um, I just got to, I had to step back. I had to regroup, refresh, resettle and stuff. And that involved like spending time praying and meditating that mm-hmm. involved time, just doing what I can to take care of myself, learning to put myself first. Because I've always been one, and a lot of people who know me can, uh, who are listening can very attest to this. Uh, I'm always quick to put somebody else first, to put their needs before mine. But I'll have a hard time putting my own needs first or learning to say no when I need to in order to take care of myself. And so I've had issues neglecting my own self-care, you know, trying to help other people, which I love helping people, but at some point I realized I was like, I need to, take care of myself because sometimes i felt like i was a hypocrite you know because i'll give everybody all these kind of advice or whatever the case may be but sometimes i feel like i don't use my own words put my own uh take my own advice and it's just like okay if i want to be able to continue to help people i have to learn to one be honest about how i'm feeling And honestly, take my own advice that may involve listening to my own, watching my own videos that I make. And sometimes I don't feel like, sometimes I don't feel comfortable watching myself because I'll tend to just nitpick on every wrong thing that I'll do. Uh, It's like listening to the worst that I'm telling people or whatever the case may be. So I had to really understand what it's like to take care of myself fully, you know, taking a break um, from posting things on social media, from doing anything of the such, you know, and just focus on me. You know what's important you know and, and slowly but surely i'm doing what i can to uh refill my cup uh to refill me because I know it's gonna it's gonna take a while before my gas tank is refilled. But I'm gonna do better. I'm doing better at refilling my tank and stuff. And then I'm wanna to continue to not only take care of myself, but help other people as well. So it's been definitely a journey for sure, but I'm thankful nonetheless because it had to happen. Um, it's definitely been sucky for sure, but um it's definitely needed to happen the way it did.
0: Well, I appreciate your vulnerability, and you know, I think you said a lot there that I think is important to highlight. The first thing is prioritizing ourselves, being able to put ourselves at the top of the priority list. That's one thing that I have said time and time again because I was always last or not even on the priority list. So I'm very similar to you, and I know a lot of people watching are probably slightly similar, maybe yeah. if not, um, or have been there at some point. But recognizing too that self care is so key when it comes to our mental health, our overall well being really putting ourselves first so our cup is full and not depleted at the end of every day. Instead, it's overflowing for all the people around us as well because our cup is filled. And it really makes me just really um, admire you as well for taking that step back and vocalizing that too of, understanding hey that something's not right here I need to take a step back to really pour into myself so I can show up for that one person I know I'm going to impact which is going to be a ripple effect but like looking at it as that first one person and that person initially needs to be ourselves and recognizing that because this journey has ups and downs and everything in between twists turns (laughs) you never know what's going to blindside you right (laughs) It's true. It's true. It happens all the time to me. <laughs> Maybe a day, you know, it's a roller coaster sometimes, but I think it's recognizing too and acknowledging that it's okay to take a step back. It's okay to acknowledge, hey, I got to check this real quick because if I keep going the way I'm going, it's not going to end well. Yeah. And recognizing that, and I think it takes a very strong person to do that and to recognize something needs to shift so I can show up in a different way and yeah. showing up first for me.
1: Definitely, I, I so agree with that. It's like if I can show up for myself as much as I show up for um, everybody else, then it, it'll just be so much better if I can show up for myself just as much as I do, if not more, than I show up for everybody else. Because at the end of the day, um, only I know, only I can take, help take care of me, you know. And I, I and I can, and the people around me can help take care of me as well. But at the end of the day, I gotta hold myself accountable. I have to hold myself responsible for taking care of my well-being, for my health and safety, whatever the case may be.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I know you don't just you're not just a motivational speaker, you're also <laughs> an author as well. Could you share a little bit more about what you've been an author of?
1: Yeah, so I wrote my first book um at the end of 20, at the end of 2020. Um it's called Out of Pain in the Purpose. So it's a short read, but it's like about snippets of my life that I went through and just kind of sharing my story really and about how I was able to with. God's help, of course, um, how I was able to uh, get from out of my pain and turn it around into a positive or turn it into my purpose because I learned that everything happened for a reason. I learned that you know there's always a purpose behind anything that happens in our lives, good or bad or indifferent, there's always a purpose behind it. And um, for a while, I didn't really, for a while, I remember growing up because my grandfather was a pastor and he wrote two books himself. and, and And I told myself, I was like, I wanted to be like him when I grew up because he was like a role model for me. And I told him, I was like, I want to be like him in my own way, but I want to be like him. I want to emulate the kind of energy that he had, the kind of... atmosphere he brought, the kind of impact he had on people, I want to be able to emulate that in some way, shape, or fashion in my own way and stuff. And for a while, I was like, I want to write a book too. As a kid, I was like, I want to write a book too. It's so cool. And um, it really hit home for me. It was like after he passed in uh, February 2015. Um, and then exactly a year after is when I started speaking. So um, So it wasn't a coincidence for me that I started at that time. So, um, and I felt like, uh, as far as the book, I, it took me some hope how to figure out, okay, I want to write a book. I don't know what about, or how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to just put it, just write some stuff down. So I just went to Word one day, Microsoft Word and just started typing, just started typing my story in the parts that I definitely want to share and stuff. I was like, okay, type this out, figure it out to kind of chop it up, whatever the case may be. And I was like, okay, I need a title or something. And then it hit me. and Cause every time I've always heard the word purpose throughout my life, it happens for a reason, it happens for a purpose, you know? And then everything that I went through in my life when I was younger to all the way to now it's just like okay pain to purpose and I was sitting there I was like okay what's something I was like wait a minute then it was just like it was given to me God gave it to me I was like out of pain into purpose and I was like hmm I got a light like, string to it. Okay, I like this. So, um, and I and really, uh, that's my first book because before that, I've never wrote a book before. So uh, that's my first book. Um, I wrote it, like I said, at the end of 2020. Um, it got published at the beginning of 2021, and um, it's just pretty much sharing like everything I've been through, honestly, and how um, everyone else can help get their get from out of their pain and the purpose as well. So, yeah.
0: Well, thank you for sharing that. And I really appreciate the title too, because I know I've heard you talk about your book and I just wanted to make sure we highlighted that because I think it has such a powerful title, but it goes back to your story of how you were able to really focus on that purpose in your life of just everything that you have been through. And you're right, everything happens for a reason or purpose, but being able to take that and really be able to help every single person reading that book as well.
1: Oh, yeah. And I love it, honestly. <laughs> I even look back and read I'm just like, man, this is just wild. Like, I, I wrote a book. And, it's, and I find it funny for myself because it's like, I'm dyslexic. So it's just like the irony. I wrote a book. I'm dyslexic. Who would have thought? <laughs> um, like, yeah. Um, so it's it's always funny when I look back, I'm just like, man, I, I just can't believe like how far I've gotten in life, but I'm incredibly thankful for it. Um people have asked me, are you gonna write another one? I'm like, it's possible. We'll see what happens, you know. Coming um, I, soon. <laughs> coming soon, All right? Coming soon. Stay tuned for the fun. Um, it could be a part two, it could be something different related to it. We'll definitely see what happens, but I know there's definitely been something on my mind is writing a second book at some point in time. So
0: Well, stay on the lookout, everybody. (laughs) Links will be below, so you can just click and find out more. (laughs) Um, But I'm curious, because a lot of people watching, maybe they want to start to write a book or want to get published. What was that process like? I know you said you just started typing on Microsoft Word, but what was the process of getting published, for you at least?
1: Um, Well, I did uh, Amazon. They had the self-publishing thing. I used um, Amazon, and and someone, my friend uh, told me about it. I was like, oh, okay, okay. uh, Amazon. I'll check that out. So I checked it out. It was a pretty simple process using the self-publishing um, steps that Amazon took me through um, to create a cover and stuff like that too. Cause I did that on there as well. Um, and I had used my, got my transcript from Word and put it on there and just, uh, okay, cool. Um, got my cover on there. I was like, okay. And so I was like, it's going to be paperback. I told myself it's going to be like a paperback kind of book as well. So I was like, okay, we'll see how this works. Then I was like, okay. So really self-publishing really, I that's what I used for that. So uh, I think it turned out really well. So um, I'm really happy about it. <laughs>
0: oh, that's amazing. Well, thank you for sharing because I know everyone has a different way and different journeys. So I just want to make sure we talked about your journey as well. And yeah. with that being said too, I know you are also a musician.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I've been playing.
0: More.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I've been playing drums for about, if I remember right, uh, about almost 20 years, actually. Um, I've been playing drums since, I, since 2003. So uh, I loved it ever since. I uh, played it in school, on, in the band, on the drum line, uh, section leader uh two of those years in high school. Um and then I also play drums in churches as well. Um and everything because from on my mom's side of the family at least, we're all musically inclined in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Cause it's, it's like we either sing, play an instrument or both. Um so I I am I'm, I'm just the one that just plays an instrument and I'm happy with that. So um, <laughs> uh but I've been yeah for about 20 years I've been playing. Um I love it honestly. It one is like a stress reliever for me and plus it just brings me back to those days of playing in the band with my friends, you know, just yeah. playing in the days with my the fellow musicians that I've been able to play with in my area and stuff. Um, it's been a lot of fun and I love it. And I'm looking to learn to play more instruments as well. Mm-hmm. Like I want to learn to play the saxophone because honestly, saxophone is one of my favorite instruments. Um, and I'm a jazz, I'm a jazz fanatic. I love jazz music. Um, I want to learn to play guitar at some point as well. So you know, soon enough, I'll learn to play a couple other instruments so I could be. Multiverse, so i can you know do it all, do it all in a sense so
0: i love that I, I wish i was musically inclined i really do i just it never took my my body my mind does not work but i love listening <laughs> to music yeah, of especially <laughs> jazz jazz is incredible
1: i love it i love jazz music i listen to it every day so
0: it's good for the soul <laughs> yes <laughs> So if you could give two or three tips to people that are watching right now, entrepreneurs, either in the beginning or the midst of their journey, what are two or three things that you wish you would have known in the beginning of your journey?
1: Um, I would say where I wish I would have known at least um, one thing for sure is that um, it definitely takes a lot of time and energy. Mm -hmm. You know, because um, what some people may see is, like, the outcome of it. They'll see the outcome and be like, oh, you're a business owner. Okay, that seems easy. Yeah, no, it's not. I'm going to tell you that now. It's not because it takes a lot of time, a lot of energy. Money, too, you know, financial-wise, too, because you probably got to do things for um, whether you have, like, your own apparel business or whatever the case may be. Sometimes you got to spend money to make money. So um, so it, it requires a lot of effort and a lot of uh, time and attention. Um, also, it's helpful to have like someone, like, I'd like to give yourself like a mentor, you know, somebody who may, may have their own business who can give you some pointers or some tips, you know, uh, that's always helpful because they can help you along the way, um, help you kind of build your business as well. And just kind of like an advisor of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I'll also say, enjoy the process. Honestly, enjoy it. Because at the end of the day, uh, it's a, the it's a business of something that you know you're wanting to do that you're really passionate about. That's all that matters. You just put in the work, time, and effort and just enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Oh, Those are phenomenal. Thank you for sharing those. I think they're all really important too, because it goes back to just doing what you're passionate about, because that is half the battle as well. Like if you're doing something that you don't like, that's not going to bring, it might bring you money, but will it bring you happiness? And that's like a huge factor that I'm hearing from you too, just at least what I'm picking up. Just being able to find a mentor, find community, finding the person that's going to help you continue to grow as well because a lot of times we might have tunnel vision and we're like yes this is the vision Mm
1: -hmm. but then
0: like somebody might come in and be like hey did you look at it this way and it's to help you and grow and that's what like I also hear you saying as well like the fact of having a mentor too but thank you for sharing all of those um but I've been so enjoying this conversation but we're going to jump into the rapid fire questions if you're ready for them
1: okay fire away
0: all right ready <laughs> who, the first question is who is your hero
1: oh man I would say uh, my, uh I have a couple my grandfather is one and my mom my mom is one um and she still is to this day and I tell her all the time so um shout out to her because she's always been a, my number one supporter um, since day one so I really do appreciate that and watching everything that she did for me and my sister growing up I can't thank her enough for that so
0: mm-hmm. Moms are pretty amazing. Yeah. Fathers too. <laughs> <laughs> what motivates you to work smarter?
1: Um, well, understanding that, you know, as much as I like to work hard, everybody knows I like to work hard. There are some times where, you know, sometimes there's a quicker way to do it. There's a smarter way to do it. It's like, okay, you know, there's more than one way to do things. There's more than one way to do things. You know, there's, you don't have to do it just the one way all the time. If it's smarter to work this way, it'll be more efficient for you. Then I say go for it.
0: Yes. Done deal. (laughs) (laughs) So if you were a superhero, what would be your power powers?
1: man, I love this question. Um, I would say... Uh, super speed, honestly, because yeah. um, I used to run track and I love running track and I love running. <laughs> so I'll say super speed because one, I could just run away whenever I need to and just run. I could run to the upside of the country if I want to. So in a, a hot, in a flash. So <laughs> 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 talk yeah. who, who needs to fly? Who needs to fly when I can just run up there?
0: <laughs> that's a good point. I hear flying a lot, but you know, I haven't heard, su- maybe I've heard super speed, but not in that example. So I, I like that. I think that's an
1: be like, I'll see you, I'll be there in a the flash. I'm
0: here, now. literally. <laughs> you don't even have to teleport, it's just like,
1: <laughs> right?
0: Um, so if you could share a meal with any four individuals, living or dead, who would they be?
1: Oh man, uh, I will say Barack Obama would be one. Mm-hmm. Um, I admire him and the grace that he brings and just his presence. I admire that. Um, he'd be one um john maxwell would be another one uh one of my favorite speakers eric thomas honestly eric thomas is one of my favorite speakers as well so that's another one and a fourth person would be man there's so many of them so (laughs) many good choices uh i said barack obama uh eric thomas john maxwell and i will say um honestly denzel washington honestly denzel washington like yeah. I, he's such a great actor and not only that like he he's such a great person just from what i see and stuff and he man, I, man he's just good people so.
0: that's a powerful table right there yeah. <laughs> or meal you know you don't have to be sitting on a table but um <laughs> <laughs> what is the most daring thing you've ever done
1: the most daring thing i've ever done honestly was probably writing this book probably uh because um it was just like a better betting betting on myself kind of thing because it's like will somebody ever listen will, will someone even pay attention will someone even buy the book you start to have those questions so it's like you know what you know I'm going bet on myself I'm just gonna go for it and just see what happens so yeah writing this book honestly was probably one of the most daring things for me because it was I wanted to do it but I was just nervous at the time so I was like I'll just go for it so
0: I'm glad you went for it. And how many people you've been able to help too by reading your book and just knowing that they're not alone too. And just hearing your journey and your experience has really put perspective for so many as well. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) And what is the phone app that you use the most?
1: Oh man, Uh, the phone app that I use the most would probably have to be, probably have to be Instagram. I mean, have to be Instagram. I use that a lot. Get uh, in touch with a lot of people, especially the ones that I met on Clubhouse. Uh, yeah. Instagram has been my avenue for that. So um, Instagram probably be the most one that I used.
0: <laughs> it's a good one. It kept us all connected.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what is the last book that you've read outside of yours, maybe? <laughs> of course.
1: Uh, <laughs> the last book I read by, by Heather, Mon- Heather Monahan it was called The Confidence Creator. Oh. um because I actually uh met her uh through social media and all that stuff like that and she she's great people as well so yeah. uh, she's wrote a couple books and her book her book is so great about com- building confidence um meaning of confidence and just um it's a great book honestly it's called The Confidence Created by Helen Monahan. and um I recommend anyone to get it because it's a great book
0: it sounds like a, fana- a f- fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to say phenomenal and fantastic, or fantastic at the same time, clearly. They've got Just, new
1: words. <laughs>
0: you know, that happens a lot here. <laughs> um, but if you were to have a movie about your life thus far, maybe created after your book, who would play you? <laughs>
1: um, who would play me? Uh, there's so many good actors out there, too. Yeah, there um, <laughs> Honestly... If I had someone to play me, I would honestly say things that Washington. Cause he has such an outgoing character, but I know he also has a sense of side to himself and stuff as well. So I'll say things at Washington probably.
0: I hate a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be a, he's an amazing actor. Like oh, amazing. One, one of my of top, my one of
1: my top favorites.
0: I think so too. Um, so, if you were to think of family recipes, what is your favorite family recipe? Whether it's a traditional one or you just love making it together as a family,
1: peach cobbler.
0: Ooh.
1: peach cobbler, man! Hey, peach cobbler would be healing. Mm.
0: It's one
1: of my favorites. One of my favorite things to eat. I love it. So, peach cobbler.
0: I believe it. And they have some good peaches in Georgia too.
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, So if you were to describe yourself as an animal, personality type, style, what animal would you be?
1: A dog, honestly, because, um, especially like a golden retriever specifically, um, because how loyal they are, how loving they are, uh, that's kind of like how I would describe myself in a sense. So yeah.
0: That's a good one. I could see that. And (laughs) what's your favorite way to spend a day off if you're not writing or playing music or speaking? Mm
1: -hmm. Other than sleep, because I love sleep. Um, It's an important one. (laughs) uh, Playing video games, honestly. I love playing video games since I was little, Um, whether it be sports games, uh, games like Call of Duty and all that stuff. Playing video games, honestly.
0: Yeah. and It's fun. It's fun. It is. And and what's something an outsider wouldn't know about your industry? I know you're kind of in multiple industries, but... Mm -hmm
1: um uh, well um i will say uh not every speaker um has it all together because i think one thing about it is some people think uh, motivational speakers have their whole life together you know they have the perfect life that's further from the truth um not even, uh, even eric thomas you know he's not perfect but he's one of the most dynamic speakers that i've heard and um we all have our imperfections we all have our flaws whatever the case may be but we're humans, you know. But we're, we we want to help people. We want to help people um, to the best of our abilities as a speaker, and just to keep thriving that way.
0: Yeah, I, I love that you bring that up too, because I think people might be looking at the highlights of people's lives and not really mm-hmm. knowing what's going on underneath it all or behind yeah. the scenes. And it's really important to highlight that because we nobody is perfect. I believe. Um, and yeah, if you know somebody perfect, let me know. But right. I still have not found someone that is completely perfect, but, and perfect is boring, but understanding too, that we all go through something, but it doesn't make us less than it just makes us more strong and being able to be vulnerable and sharing our journeys of being able to realize that we're not alone and we can really be helping a lot of people by sharing. So I so appreciate you coming on, but before I let you go, where (laughs) can people find you? We'll link everything below, but if you could let us know too.
1: Yeah, so you can find me on a lot of platforms. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, my page is Out of Pain in the Purpose, the same name as my book. And it's the same way on Instagram. So Facebook and Instagram, it's the same name, Out of Pain in the Purpose. Um, you can find me on Twitter. It's at Purpose to Pain. Um, on LinkedIn, it's just my name, Sylvester W. Long Jr. Uh, and you can also find me on YouTube as well. Um, it's under my name as well. Um, I haven't posted on YouTube in a while, but I'm going to get back into doing that for sure. Um, Club, I haven't been on Clubhouse in a while for sure. Um at one point I thought about going back, but I was like, yeah, I think I might be okay for now. Um, if you're on Clubhouse, you can follow me on Clubhouse as well. And I'll, I'll come back at some point. We'll definitely link up there. Um, and also my book is on Amazon as well. Um, out of painting the purpose again, uh, for the paperback copy and the ebook version. Um, uh, I'm working on um doing like an audio version as well, because I know a few people have talked about wanting to do to want to go audio version. So I'm definitely working on um doing an audio version of my book as well so um yeah so that's where you can find me um also have my personal pages as well on instagram and facebook you can find me on instagram is anointed underscore black king drummer and facebook is uh, sylvester anointed drummer long so uh, you can find me on any facebook instagram twitter um linkedin as well um any platform you'll be able to find me let's connect let's chat let's just let's just have a good time
0: Oh, there you go. There's so many ways to connect with Sylvester. So thank you so much for being on today, just sharing your vulnerability, really just shedding light onto that, how our pain can become our purpose and being able to really just touch that one person that's really gonna have that ripple effect. And I know just from what I've heard from you today, but also in the past, you are such a beautiful soul. So thank you again for coming on. I so appreciate it. And I'm sure everyone listening has learned so many amazing things from you today as well.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed this. It's honestly, it's been an honor to be on your uh, YouTube and everything. Um, honestly, and it's, it's a blessing that I met you on Clubhouse for Nadia. So thank you.
0: Thank you. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment below. What was the biggest takeaway from Sylvester today? I'm sure there were so many things and I'm sure he would love to see that comment as well. And we'll see you on the next video.